0: Welcome, everybody, to today's episode of the Jadava Show. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Vallier. Coming to you live from Moorhead City, North Carolina. Uh, I'm in town. Uh, I'm visiting my girlfriend, but I'm also here overall to uh, attend a wedding, which is actually the first wedding I've ever attended as someone who wasn't one or two years old. When I was a year old, I went to my aunt and uncle's wedding, And then when I was two, I went to a wedding for one of my mom's cousins. And since then, I haven't really been to a wedding. Not a lot of my friends uh, were getting married the first 21 years of my life. None of my... I'm the oldest in my family. I don't really have any cousins, and my aunts and uncles are all married. So I really... And uh, yeah, just none of my parents' friends, or when they did get married, my, my parents were the only ones invited. So it'll definitely be interesting. I've never really exactly been formal, uh, to go to a wedding in my life. So I'm definitely, uh, going to, it's going to be a learning curve for sure, but I'm ready for it. Um, so I wanted to get into this. Obviously it's been a long time since I've been on the air. Um, and a lot has happened, you know, the virus, it's gone down, it's gone back up. Uh, there's been, uh, outbreaks in cities that used to not have any out, or states that, uh, were fairly, had fairly low case numbers and like... Uh, towns like, New, or states like New York and Connecticut and Pennsylvania, New Jersey, like those states are sort of going back to normal. They sort of have lesser cases, Virginia, Maryland. And so it's interesting to see how that's affected sports. Uh, but in addition, uh, within the last month, uh, of course, this is old news now, but everybody's heard of the tragic death of George Floyd who, of course, died at the hands of a police officer in Minneapolis. Riots and protests everywhere, and there seems to be a new war on race in America. Um, And I think no sport has really seen a more prevalent step forward and more headlines as it pertains to all of this than the sport of NASCAR, specifically their lone black driver, Bubba Wallace, um, who uh, the other day... Random. It came out from NASCAR that there was a noose or a a rope that was in the design of a noose that was hanging from uh, the garage in the garage for the number 43 car. Of course, the 43 car is driven by Bubba Wallace. Um, And everyone was outraged, right? Everyone, NASCAR, everybody on social media, everybody was outraged. That, that was about half the landscape when I went on social media. Half the landscape was furious that the people at NASCAR would do such a thing. And then there was another half. The other half of, oh, it's a hoax. There's no way that this would have been possibly, I mean, they're not even, like, the only people allowed in the garage are uh, people on the staff for, for for Bubba Wallace. So that's like half and half. It's, it's a war. Every time... There's something like this in anything, not just sports, but in society, it gets political way too fast. Always has been since the beginning of time since liberal versus conservative became such a huge deal. Back in, like, you know, the 1960s were sort of a big era. John F. Kennedy was the last uh, old-age Democrat, and then the new-age Democrats sort of went in a more conservative or less conservative approach, and conservatives went in a way more conservative approach and now you have incredible division amongst the people of America. Now anyone who knows me, and if you don't know me then this won't come as a surprise to you, um, but I have never exactly been political. I don't lean left or right. I like to think that I'm sort of in the middle. I, I see everybody's opinion. I've always been like that. I've seen everybody's side. I evaluate it and then I make my own judgment. I don't say, well, if conservatives think that this is a hoax, then, and I'm a conservative, I'm gonna think, oh, okay, then this is a hoax. I'm not lumped in with everybody else, okay? And and you know, I'm all, my family is all over the spectrum. My grandfather is really conservative. My grandmother is really liberal. My parents are, they sort of lean more towards conservative, but they're not crazy. Uh, and my, I've plenty of friends that lead that lean sort of liberal but they're not crazy either. You don't, They're not all up in your face about it. I have plenty of friends who are a little bit more conservative than I would say my parents are, but like, I, I hear a lot of perspectives. I'm always enamored by everybody's opinion. I like to have a lot of other opinions before I sort of base my own. Okay, here's the thing with Bubba Wallace. Obviously, it's tragic that someone might have done that. It's, I'm thankful that it's not a heinous racist crime against Bubba Wallace and against the sport of NASCAR. I'm glad that none of that ended up being true, okay? I'm one of the few that looks at it and I'm like, I'm glad it's okay, glad nothing's wrong. I've moved on. But there seems to be still that division, even though we know the truth now. Everybody who said it was a hoax, see, I told you so. I told you this was a hoax. There was no way this would have been... Okay, that's one group of people. The other group of people, who I would think lean a little bit more liberally, because the they lean more conservatively, the liberal media and the people on the liberal side are sort of saying, well, stuff like this, uh, stop saying that racism is over. You know, it's not like we've defeated racism or anything. First of all, no one said we did. Just because that, that wasn't a noose in the garage of Bubba Wallace doesn't mean that racism is over. And just because there was doesn't mean that racism is bigger than it ever has been. Uh, Racism, and the way that black people have been treated in America over the last 200 years, it's changed. Okay, I admit, there's still racists out there. There's still plenty of people that are racist. Um, You know, the South, particularly people who wave the Confederate flag and wave the Make America Great Again Trump flag those are the ones that are probably leaning a little bit more racist because the leadership that is represented by the conservative, by President Trump, sort of have a, a weird, indirect racist undertone and racist rhetoric. Uh, it happens, okay? Leaders can do that. Um, and so that's sort of the conservative side. There are people that are racist, right? Racism is it looks a lot different now than it... And we've been progressing ever since the Civil War back in the 1860s. Because back then, black people were sold as slaves to white Americans or Native Americans. You know, people that needed to have uh, slave labor, they went out and got African American people. So that was sort of the way it was back in the day. And then it sort of died down. Slavery was abolished by President Lincoln. And, you know, there's no more slavery, right? So black people can sort of live normally to a degree, but they're still not treated like white people are exactly, but they're treated better than they used to be. They're not slaves. You can't beat them because they don't work for you. You know, slavery was the first real wave of racism. I think it's the greatest form of racism is slavery. Um, And we were 150 or so... Or more years removed from that. It's been, that's a long time ago. Um, the next wave was sort of in the 1950s and early to mid 1960s, where you had segregation, big time discrimination, and Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X and all these people. Muhammad Ali early on, you know, that would come out and sort of say, "All right, you know, they're the activists, right? They're the they're the old age." I I don't know, Colin Kaepernick is a good example. Um, But, you know, there was discrimination. Black people couldn't use the same drinking fountains or the same uh, bathrooms or eat at the same restaurants. They had to sit in the back of every bus. Uh, They just weren't treated right. And police were so, so, so disrespectful and, you know, unruly towards black people. You know, once the Jim Crow laws were over, you know, everything sort of calmed down. You know, it was, okay, yeah, black people, now we sort of have equal rights as white people. But I would say over the last 40 to 50 years, since Jim Crow laws were abolished, we have lived in the newest, most recent, and current state of racism in America. And that would be plain racial ignorance. I want you all to... Ponder that thought. Racial ignorance. Now, you know, like, okay, so I went to a school, and I currently go to a school. I, all my life I've gone to school where, you know, there were probably more Indians and Native Americans than black people at my school. That's basically based on the demographic. I live near Washington, D.C., normally, and uh, that's there's a heavy Indian and uh, Middle Eastern population where I live. Um, nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that's why there's more of them than black people. Um, And so uh, I didn't really grow up with black culture or understanding black culture. I always knew, you know, you're white, don't say the N-word. Okay, got it. Don't say the N-word. You got to treat everybody with respect, but they didn't specifically say black people. uh, And love your neighbor like yourself. Okay, so with all of that, that was sort of how... People where I live, white people in Ashburn, Virginia, were taught to sort of deal with black people. I didn't know a lot of black people. I knew a few, and I know probably even less since I've gone to Liberty University, a mostly conservative school. All right, so it's different. I didn't understand it. You could say I might have been racially ignorant growing up. I mean, I understood that, okay, there's something wrong with the system that... You know, currently in the NFL, there are three black head coaches of 32, and there's two black general managers out of 32, and out of 32 owners, zero of them are black. And, you know, growing up, I did sort of wonder, there's something fishy about that. One black owner combined in football, basketball, and baseball, and that's Michael Jordan, the best basketball player of all time, and and the NHL, too. There's no black NHL owners. Why would there be? And, you know, NASCAR is a rare sport. It's almost all American, and there's really only one black person, Bubba Wallace. There are a few black people playing in the NHL, but overall it's mostly people that are immigrants. No one really touches baseball or hockey because a lot of people from like Cuba or Russia or Switzerland, like foreigners are playing in America on behalf of American teams, but they're representing another country. It's really mostly now gone down to football, basketball, and auto racing as the primary American sports. And basketball is right; it's over ninety percent African American. No one has a problem with diversity in the NBA, even though out of thirty-two, out of thirty owners, there's only one black owner, and that happens to be Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player arguably of all time. And no one's going to argue that. Um, the NFL is decent; like the top four. Quarterbacks in the NFL right now, I would say, are all black: Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and Lamar Jackson. Okay, they're all spectacular, Pro Bowl, borderline, all of them, All-Pro, MVP caliber quarterbacks. And it's different, you know. Back in the day, in the '70s and '80s, you only really saw one successful black quarterback, and that was Doug Williams. And he wasn't a Hall of Famer. He was, he was good. He was all right, but you know, no one really. Pounded the table because Doug Williams was amazing. He won a Super Bowl. He had the best quarter in Super Bowl history, the second quarter of Super Bowl twenty-two, and he won MVP. First black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Uh, Only three black quarterbacks have ever won Super Bowls. Williams, Russell Wilson, and Mahomes. Only one black coach, I believe, yeah, only one black coach has ever won a Super Bowl, Tony Dungy. Excuse me, Tony Dungy and Mike Tomlin, so only two. But still, that's an overwhelming number. And I'm not saying you gotta strip white people of their jobs because that's not fair either. You know, in the pursuit of fairness, we have to, as everyone is saying, treat everyone equally, right? That's equal has been a word that a lot of social activists don't exactly understand these days. But equal doesn't mean putting the uh, lesser of the groups above the other. You know, now they're the superior. No, that's not equality. Because then, once that happens, then there's a new race on war. Now it's white people aren't treated well. And then, you know, I know you can't bring that up because it's not like white people are overly oppressed in America. So I'm not going to say that, but, you know, that's sort of where a lot of people's heads are at. And it's always just driven me crazy. I'm like, People don't know exactly what they're fighting for. They do, to a degree, but not really. They, they want what's best, not for America, and not even for their race. They want it best for themselves. White people especially, I'm not targeting African-Americans here, white people especially, all they care about is themselves, not just their race. Black people too, everyone does. Everyone just wants themselves to be comfortable. Okay, like, you know, LeBron James, great political activist, right? Everybody loves LeBron. He speaks up on it. LeBron will never have to be socially or racially profiled in his life. He's one of the two greatest basketball players and most marketable athletes in the history of America. Okay, and he'll be rich. He'll be a billionaire the rest of his life. He's not going to struggle. Okay, those kind of guys won't struggle. Guys like you and me that might be black, I'm not, but... Friends of mine that would be, they gotta face that. They've gotta be nervous every time the police pull them over. That's no way to live. Okay, so I get it. There is racism in America. It's changed over the last 200 years, but it's still here. There's no way of, there's no denying and there's no excuse for someone to be ignorant to the fact that racism still exists in the United States. It always has, and it probably will for. You know, a while. You know, cause some problems don't get fixed overnight, folks. It takes a village, and part of the village, you know, are still people that still wave the Confederate flag and still wear their Trump, MAGA shirts and hats and stuff. You know, that crowdle. It'll take a little longer for them. They grew up with it. Their families own slaves. Their ancestors owned slaves. Thankfully, you know, I've research genealogy for the last seven years on my family both sides mom and dad um on my father's side they were all immigrants from either france or italy so or or hungary or albania so none of my father's ancestors ever owned slaves on my mom's side they all either came from poland or germany or belgium or the netherlands so none of that or if they lived in america they lived in like connecticut and rhode island or, or upstate New York. So none of my ancestors ever owned slaves. And I guarantee you there's a lot of people just like me that have ancestors that didn't own slaves. That's why I always, I'm puzzled by when people are like, well, your ancestors owned slaves. Well, not everyone. This is a country made up of immigrants after all. Got to be fair, okay? I'm thinking fairly here. Yes, people in the South primarily, the old Confederacy, Yes, they have ancestors that were slaves. That's not shocking, okay? And that doesn't mean that the people you know who, have, who had slave-owning ancestors doesn't mean that they're racist. Maybe they've learned from their ancestors uh, racism or prejudice or inaccurate, whatever. Maybe they've learned from it. You gotta give everyone a chance, okay? I teeter on both sides. I see what the left thinks. I see what the right thinks. And I have a combined opinion, yes. We all need to be doing a better job, but this is my main message before I let you all go. My main message is, if you really want change, I'm talking to everyone who's a social rights activist, a social justice warrior, whatever you want to call them. You have to know what you're fighting for, we've already sort of gone over that. Know who you're fighting against, which is not every white person, although Plenty of white people suffer from racial ignorance. But you have to stay positive. This sort of goes back to know what you're fighting for. What are we fighting for, exactly? Are we fighting for the next completely outrageous story about racism in America that we can broadcast all over television? Or are we looking for an actual answer and actual progress as a country? This is where I think a lot of people have problems. Plenty of people go on social media and all they post about is the bad stuff they see. Look how terrible it is out there. Okay, you can take that approach. It's, It's your social media page. It's your country. Do whatever you want. But you have to keep up the same energy when there is even a little bit of progress made in this country. If you see cops helping out a... I saw a video of, a, of a three cops who uh, resuscitated this young boy and his mother, who's, and both of them are black, is freaking out, calling for the police. The police come over and they resuscitate her son. That's, I don't see anyone sharing that. Why? Because it's good news. The media doesn't want good news out there. They just want conflict. They want division. And everybody's falling for it. Everyone's soaking it all in. They're like, what next completely outrageous story that regards race? Or a racist person can we put in everybody's face? We get it. Everyone gets it. It's it's a racist country. It's a racist society. And the white people of America are racist sometimes. Okay, it happens. But there is good in the world. And there is good in race relations. Keep up the same energy, folks, when that stuff happens in real life. That's why I'm now going over to the liberal side of the Bubba Wallace, Uh, finding out that Bubba Wallace's noose was not exactly a real noose, and it had been there since October, and everybody has it, and no one besides team personnel is allowed in the garage, so it couldn't have been a fan or anybody. The liberals are all crazy, like, stuff like this still happens. I have a hard time believing this was a hoax. This might have been on purpose. Or some black people who even say, I'm glad this happened. Really? Are you glad that a, someone has prof, has racially attacked your race? I, I, I've never understood that. Never gotten it. You know, I'm not exactly one that when I see someone making fun of white people, sometimes I join in because it's true. But sometimes I'm like, okay, well, that's 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 who I am. You're making fun of me, basically. So it, it, when I get when I feel like I've been made fun of, my feelings get a little hurt. I'm a little sensitive. So some people that see some black people that see themselves sort of get racially profiled or whatever they, they they can't wait to post it everywhere and say this is what happened what's happened to me okay we get it we we hear you okay I'm not trying to say that and and please hear me out I'm not trying to say that that this isn't this what you're feeling doesn't matter and it's not valid of course it is. Of course it is, and you all, all of my black brothers and sisters, have gone through a lot more than I have in my life. But I'm here to bring up the positives in a very biased news circuit where all it is is negativity. All it is is just plain, uh, you know, one-sidedness and everything. I'm here to provide the truth. And the truth is, okay, we've come a long way already. For everybody who's acting like we haven't moved an inch in 200 years, stop it. We're not, no one's owning slaves anymore. Um, you know, there's no discrimination laws in America. We come quite a long way. Trust me when I say that. And I'm not saying it's a concession, like we should just stop worrying about it because we've gone so far. We've got a ton more to go. Kid me? You've seen... The way black people get murdered by police, that goes to show you that we have so much more to go in this war. It's not going to change unless everybody's in it together. And at least for now, there seems like there's plenty of people that still are ignorant and still don't care. That's my little rant. Um, Obviously, sports is coming back up. Um, baseball has recently agreed to a 60-game schedule that will start July 24th. Players report to uh, training camp July 1st. There will be no spring training games. We'll go right into the regular season. Um, there will be a special reserve list uh, for uh, players that contract the coronavirus during the season uh, so they can go they can quarantine. Whatever they want to do, and when they're healthy, they can come back to the team. They can activate it. It will be like the, the IL, but um, you know, it will be different because they're not injured. Um, obviously, basketball is restarting, hockey, bas- uh, football is still trying to go on schedule. It's exciting. Sports is finally back on. So if sports uh, comes back on, you will hear from me a lot more, hopefully. I will try and get on and talk because I've truthfully been gone a lot because there's just been nothing to talk about. What's there to talk about that's really relevant? Nothing? Oh, that Lamar Jackson said Christian McCaffrey was the best running back in the NFL over Ezekiel Elliott and Saquon Barkley. Yeah, that's news, but, I mean, it, it wouldn't be news any other time in NFL history. It's news because there's nothing. No one's at training, training camp. No one's getting injured. Uh, no one's getting signed anymore, and there's no games. Uh, baseball, no one's getting... It, it's like, there's nothing to talk about. There's no sports. It's weird. I don't... I've started my sports podcast right in time for a four-month sports hiatus like we've never seen. It's It's weird. It's crazy. We've never seen anything like it, and that's my thought on that, so... Anyway, uh, just took some time out of my little vacation. Um, I just felt like I had to be said. Uh, if you don't like what I've said or you don't think what i said is like valid or like you think it's too opinionated or bigoted even or whatever you think of my opinion, I, I, don't be silent. Please tell me. I, I want to talk. I want to learn more. I don't want you to think of me as something that I'm not and cut me off. I want to hear more, I want to understand why I'm wrong or why I'm right, whichever, Uh, I'll take any type of construction on what I've talked about today, so anyway, um, yeah, that's about it for me, Uh, today I have a show coming uh, infrequently until the baseball season starts and until then everybody have safe 4th of July and end of June and everyone stay safe from the virus wear a mask, stay in school, even though school's out, whatever you want to do to prevent the virus. Do that. It's your world. It's your country. I'm Jacob Valier, and you've been listening to The Jadava Show.